What up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Getting Weird with Wardon. Uh, this week's guest we had on Wednesday, one of the co-founders of 40 Ounce Cole, alongside Dax Daniels. Um, she's also a Icon grad, and in the background right now is her collab with Reed Speed. The song is called The Gift, and it is out on Play Me Records. There'll be a link below. Um, and other than that, y'all get ready for an exciting podcast. Let's get weird. Bye. So what, what are you helping them do? Do you just like run like everything? Or so, what yeah, you... so I'm one of the founders. So, right. So Tanner, uh, Dr. Daniels, mm-hmm. Hummy, Eric, and then myself. So Sick. all three of us. We are 40 ounce ball, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We kind of all, well, at, when we first started, it was literally like we were like making the designs ourselves, packing and shipping all the orders, like doing everything, like running the website, running the, like I was doing all like the social media stuff for like the event side of it. Um, Eric has, Eric's a professional skateboarder, mm-hmm. so he has a background and he was working for um, Supra, so he has like a background in like obviously like, streetwear. And yeah. So, and then, like, Tanner, obviously, with, like, the music side, and he has, like, he went to school for, like, graphic design, so it was kind of, like, the culmination of all three of our, like, oh, skills sick. into this how'd, situation. How did you guys all meet? I mean, minus the fact so that... Tanner's Tanner, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> minus that. Minus yeah. that. I hope you guys met, and it was, like, super chill. <laughs> no, um, and then we met, so Tanner, so I came to LA first, I was living in LA, and then Tanner at the time was skateboarding pretty heavily and was like oh, tight. kind of like interested in like basically trying to be like pro skateboarder. Like and this was like when music he was like kinda of doing music, but like skating really heavily, so he was coming down a lot. He was really in with like the bigger and shake joint, like skate crews. Yeah. Um, and Eric was a part of them and so basically like Tan so Tanner would like come down and like would skate with all the guys and then I was just already here so then I would just like party with all the guys Yeah. <laughs> and then somehow <laughs> I met Eric and he became like my best friend and I was like this guy is tight um, where, where are you from originally? Um, t- so San Francisco oh okay yeah, yeah, right on so. yeah okay and then how'd you end up here? were you going to school down here? Or? yeah I was well so as an artist so when I was in high school I was I was always wanted to DJ that was like that was the thing mm-hmm. um, and so probably like my junior senior year uh, my dad at the time was when we were in high school, my dad was throwing events in Los Angeles. Oh, what? Um, yeah, so that's what my dad was doing. Um, he actually used to throw parties at Playboy Mansion. What the fuck? <laughs> that's tight. Yeah, so it was really cool. So basically, like, we would be in the Bay, and then on the weekends, if my dad had events, my brother and I would come. And so, um, yeah, which was really, really cool, because it was, like, this whole family affair situation where... That is so fucking yeah. rad. So, like, you're... Parties together, stays together. Yeah, exactly. So, so Literally. You're... But I think it was actually really nice, because... He, my brother and I were introduced to this like party scene mm-hmm. at a really young age. We like took it seriously. Like we didn't like you know because my dad would never like be like wasted at his own parties. So yeah, we'd be around like celebrities or athletes or whatever. And so we kind of like very quickly had to learn how to like hold conversations. Yeah, <laughs> you know, at like twelve. You're yeah, like, hello. You're like, hey, what's up, Fred Durst? I really am into rolling right now. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that would be fu- that. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, so he was it only events at Playboy Mansion? No, or was he it just was like doing, um, so I know he used to promote like boxing and MMA events. So oh, he would do fights like Showtime and HBO. Wow. And Hugh Hefner was a huge fight fan, and so mm-hmm. the big one of the biggest parties to play with Mansion was called Fight Night at the Mansion, yeah. where they would literally sh- Showtime or HBO, depending on who picked it up, would literally throw a title fight in the backyard, oh. and it, yeah, 
what and it was the a, fuck? And uh, this was at the time when Girls Next Door had just launched out. Yeah. So they were, like, simultaneously shooting the e-show while the events were going on. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. So, yeah, and so basically, so and because of that, obviously, like, we were seeing, like, super high-level, like, DJs and performers. Yeah. And, um, and so that was kind of, like, my first taste of, like, oh, like, DJ is tight. <laughs> so that left, like, the, the, yeah. so it was the DJ that left, like, the cool impression on you. Exactly, you were like, dude, yeah. that is the shit. I want to be doing that. Exactly. That's tight. So, That's super tight. Yeah, and it was really nice because I, I, during that time, like, when I was still in high school, I was, like, meeting a lot of people on the weekends, like, who were either in, like, the club scene. Like, I was going to, like, LAX and these nightclubs, like, area yeah. way long ago. This yeah. is, like... Like, when I, like, refer to clubs, I can forget. There's, like, second and third generation kids. I'm like, what? What like, are oh, those? You know it is Greystone. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. But I was meeting all these people and, like, these promoters and DJs, and they were really helpful, and they were, like, basically teaching me. And they're like, listen, like, when you come down here for school or whatever, like, once you're 18. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was really lucky. So, like, I had a friend, um, Jill Janice, who, she was one of the residents at the Playboy Mansion. And she was also a DJ. She would play at, like, Play Doo um, area. Like, all the big, basically all the clubs. And so when I came down, she was, like, the first person I called. And I was like, hey. I want to do this Sick. for a living. That is that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and so I think she just kind of saw me as like her like free opener. Yeah, which was great. Hey. And, um, but yeah, it was awesome, and so um, yeah. That's a definitely a good way to learn. Like, yeah. especially I, I can't even imagine like being like in high school and being at that level of a party. Like, I fucking could yeah, hated I'm parties. To wrap my head around the idea of being like, oh yeah, I'm just. At the Playboy Mansion yeah. during high but school. But I also, you know what's weird, though, is, like, you think that's really cool, but, like, I had, like, no friends in high school. Right, right. So, like, Tanner was my friend. So, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Tanner had friends, no. Yeah. And so it's really interesting because what happens is, like, you'd think, like, I guess maybe if I was down here for, for like, my, like, formative years, I guess people would think it was cool, but... Yeah. When you're going other places on the weekends or you're experiencing things and then you come back and, like, we were... We had always gone to, like, private Catholic school. Tanner ended up actually going to a different high school than me yeah. but these kids were like very sheltered and at the time playboy you know the show we knew the show was happening which was girls like Store, but a lot of people did it and so playboy still had this very like taboo yeah like idea around it and so like people's parents were like oh my god like what is like, what is he what do you mean like playmates like what and we're like no no, no just give it time it's like trust, it, and trust. all of a sudden it became this like really like bubblegum like pop brand you know what i mean those girls and yeah like bridget markhart's like one of my dear friends who's like one of the girlfriends and so that seeing that like what you know you're like really woke to it but no one else is so yeah yeah no totally 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 it's good because it gave me time to like just practice well i mean like that's (laughs) that's i think that's such a first hurdle when you move here is like Woo! How do I figure out how to be social at parties? Like that took right. me forever. Like just yeah. because I was like, I fucking hate big groups of people. I don't know. I, it's like super hard to like even yeah. talk to people at a club. So like you had like that's such a good leg up. <laughs> like that's so it's such yeah. good practice. Like yeah, dude. Like yeah. For the longest time, I was like, so meeting people is you blackout at Space Yacht. Oh, <laughs> like, <that's> <laughs> see, I was see, I didn't drink. I really didn't start drinking until I was maybe 21 or 22 yeah just because i was so i had already done those parties like sober because you're like basically like a yeah. teenager and then i was so concerned with like this stigma of like okay i'm the girl and like i already proved myself that i'm a girl and i'm really young so like i'm just gonna like not make any mistakes and so yeah. i was like ter- i was like terrified to party like i was just like and yeah it was weird i was just like oh i can't do that like, i can't go to oh parties or like the minute i was on my set i would like run out of the club <laughs> and i remember i was like dating this guy at the time and he was like 
like, what, like, what happens if you just, like, drink? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I might die. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're all just going to end. Do we need to yeah. find this out? I don't want to. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, I think it'll be fine. And it was really weird because now, like, even my friends, like, if I'm out at Space Out, like, my older friends who will come out, they're like, wait, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, like, I'm wasted. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> God damn it. Part of me wishes I would have waited, like, way longer than... 16 No because I think I'll find out Like hmm I don't like Hager <laughs> Yeah yeah. In my uh, mid 20s It's like a, it's a, I feel yeah. like it's a Double edged sword Because like I, I don't feel like Conscious <laughs> about drinking In front of people Like partying in front of people All the time Because like I don't know It's a tough battle out there In the fucking club world You're either fucked up Or you're so Those mean streets like, Those mean Those the, club streets the, the mean The mean smoking sections Ah uh, They're, they're, they're <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny That's, So uh, When you Uh did did Tanner see you and then he wanted to like so Tanner was always it's it's really funny because I so for a long time I so I started open format DJ mm-hmm. loved doing that loved 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 and yeah. so I really had no interest in producing music Tanner was kind of the opposite like he got really into like the sound design background of it and right it was like always kind of like producing things and music and so it, it was Tanner first who went to Icon oh, okay. and then I was yeah. like sitting there and I was like hmm and he was actually like, he said, dude, like, this is the way, you know, this is how it's going. And, yeah. you know, it took me a while because I was like, I was such like an old school, like I learned on vinyl, Tight. all these old hip hop guy friends who were just like, no, like you don't need to produce, like it's fine. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tanner was always just like coming up from school and being like, look what I made. Like, this is my idea. Uh, like you could do this. And I was like, fuck, okay. And so, so were you, were you not into like electronic music as much at the no, point? Or, like, I was into it. I just, I think for me, I was working. So from like basically 18 to 20 to 21 22 i was working like four or five nights oh uh, okay so i was like going to college and then i would like get done with class like 5 p.m or take a nap and i would just like go to the club uh, and okay. i was working to 10 p.m to 2 a.m jesus and so for me it was like i was making a ton of money yeah i like had friends yeah I, you know what i mean i was like shopping i was like i was living my life and i wasn't like the broke college kid and i was like whoa like this is like why do i need to do anything different right you right I mean? I right yeah that, i had that didn't have that like long-term vision of like Hmm. Absolutely. It's going to get old. And then what started happening is, like, obviously the club scene, you know, the early 2000s, there was, like, this very glamorous thing about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then, you know, now it's, like, kind of cheesy. I don't, I don't even think if I was 21 now, if I would go out. Right. Like, every night. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? No. Like so, you know, things change. And so, but when you're in it and you're doing it every day. Yeah, you don't know. Like why, like, why would I do anything else? You yeah, know what I mean? th- that makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then it got to the point where it was like, I was terrified. Because it's obviously hyper-competitive. Yeah. And I was, like, killing myself because, like, literally. So, if, like, let's say, you, like, you get struck throughout, right? And you can't go to the club. And they have someone fill in for you. If that person happens to do better, like, that's it. It's their job now. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. You don't, it's not yours by any mean. And Oof. so I was like, I like, I had, I was like, how do you get my tonsils out? I was like so sick. I like had to all the time. I was like in and out of the ER. And my Shit. parents were just like, dude, like, what are you Take doing? Take a break. Like, oh, yeah. I can't. Like, like you're working yourself. Yeah. And, 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 and for yeah. what? So I could say that I'm like the headliner at fucking Greystone. Like, yeah, you know, right, you right, know right. what I mean? But at the time you're just like, oh yeah, that's cool. And yeah. so I started seeing Tanner doing that and, like, obviously evolving in, like, the Dash Angels project was taking off and it was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. I need to, like, like step it up. So, like, he put all the, like, software on my computer and was, like, showing me little stuff and then um, I went to Icon. So, he, I guess, was, like, in his third level and then I was in my first level. So. Okay, so then I was, like, in between both of you. Yeah. I, I graduated in... I, I went I went there in summer 2013. That's when so, I started. The first year it moved to Burbank. 
was when I was there. Okay, so, yeah, so I was... Oh, wait, summer 20... Wait, 2013? Yeah. I was at Burbank for before... No, wait. No, we were the... Fr- I think we were the first class in there for... Were you in... Were you in Nightmares class? So Tanner was in Nightmares class. No, I was after that. Okay, so then you're... Yes, yeah, so you are in between us. Yeah, So it must yeah. have been, like, Tanner and then you and then me. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I was with... I was with Garrett. I was with, uh... Fox yes, okay, so yeah. you were... So, yeah, so you are yeah. right between us. Yeah, it was so fucking... Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. Uh, but... So, prior to going to Icon, did you have, like, musical... I saw that you... Yeah. You, like, sing... Yeah, sing. yeah, yeah. I did that. I thought... <laughs> I was gonna be on Broadway. You do sing it. happen. Oh, what? No, wait, <laughs> no, that's no, no, no. A- yeah, I did musical theater, um... I did, yeah, I did choir. I was, like, classically trained vocalist. Fuck, yeah. Up until I was, like, maybe 15 or 16. I sang in the Sydney Opera House. Wow. Um, yeah. Like, Holy did, shit. Just some, like, crazy, yeah. Damn. But, you know, yeah. What were you, what were you, <laughs> wait, what were you singing at the Sydney Opera House? That's um, fucking crazy. I was, crazy. like, basically in, like, this, like, really high-level, like, traveling choir. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so tight. Yeah, we did this, really like, cool. summer conservatory program in Australia. What? Um, and so we got to do that, and, um... I thought that I was going to go... It was it was weird because I had this whole idea of, like, I'm going to be on Broadway and, like, yeah. be Belle and be in the Beast. <laughs> yes! Um, like, you're Asian and oh. you have kind of a low voice. And, <laughs> you know, most dancers are, like, tall. I mean, oh, not yeah. tall, they're short. Thanks. Very tall. Thanks, a lot of theater Disney. guys are short. Yeah, so. that's true. That's... I have a lot of obstacles. <laughs> God damn it, that's so good. And now they're making a lot on Broadway. I'm pissed, but whatever. It's they funny. are? Oh my God, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, I, my, Such a bummer. My sister was always really into Broadway stuff. I The only musical I really like is uh, Sweeney Todd, because it's dark. Jesus. Out of, <laughs> out, of, out of all the performances, of Broadway, I feel like it's just like, DJ world is hard to crack. Oh, yeah. Imagine trying to crack like Broadway. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck, I watched Birdman and I was like, can, <laughs> is that really what it's like? I was, I was like, Jesus, oh, that movie. Oh, it's well, it's, I think that thing with with li- any type of live performance is like, mm-hmm. I give those. You know, they have the hardest job because they're severely underpaid. Yeah. They have to put on the same show and be exactly the same every single night wow. over and over and over again. Which is why you see a lot of like film people go to Broadway to like kind of clean up their chops and come back right um, right makes a lot of sense so it's definitely a labor of love um, that makes sense but yeah no I <laughs> so no that did not happen yeah but that's so and that... I still love it and I still I try to go to shows as much as I, I can I have a lot of friends actually who stuck with it who are on Broadway now actually which is really cool fuck yeah, yeah. or have actually transitioned from Broadway to like daytime TV wow like a lot of them are in like they do like Chrome so Lines and like Chrome what? You like Broadway? Oh, yes, all the time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually always wanted to go see something. Out I here. think What's it's. The last thing you let's saw? go. Um, what did I see the last? I saw Book of Mormon. Fuck! What you think about that? I want to see amazing. it so amazing. fucking bad. So good. so good. God damn it. I've heard I think what's really good is I think there's. There, is becoming a lot more shows, even like with Hamilton, all that. Like there's this trend where I see a lot more like guys being down with going. Because a lot of times, like. And this yeah. is like totally sexist, by the way. But it, yeah. a lot of times you see like the girls be like, have to drag. The boyfriend, whatever. Oh, and now I right. see a lot of like my guy friends who are like, their interest is in it. And I think um, Book of Mormon was one of those shows that kind of yeah. crossed yeah. over a little bit. But, you know, it wasn't. You know, because there's also some just like, like the musical is like, oh my god, people think of like cats and stuff. Like that. Yeah, do, no, 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 no. No, my sister used to have fucking hairspray on all the time. Yeah, and see, that, that's a problem. And so you hate it. Yeah, because, and so yeah. I, I didn't like. I so I didn't know. And then yeah. when I, but then when I saw Sweeney Todd, I was like, oh, yeah. you can do really evil shit with it. Yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah, fucking tight. Like musical. I used to like. A little bit of that growing up. Going yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Like, yeah, that's just the best. The yes, best. theater kids unite. Well, you, can't, you can't. It's like you said. You can't beat someone who does that every day, no, live in person, ever. and just like you know, understands what the fourth wall is. You know? Yes, yeah, it's amazing to watch in person. No, absolutely. No, that's true. I mean, I remember like 
I think I took an acting class in high school and it was the most fun I've ever had. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was just like totally. all these weird, like, games and shit. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, acting is such a grind. I see my friends who are out here acting and, like, can you imagine just every day you have to go into a room with a bunch of people who look like you and then someone's going to tell you, yeah. no. Yeah, that's, dude. And then you have to go home and then next you do it over again. Like, I would... I couldn't do that. No, I could not imagine. So, so basically, as soon as you started like seeing the DJ world, that's kind of when you were like, I'm gonna maybe not do Broadway you, shit. You know what it was? It was I, I, I love singing and I, I, I love music and I think I think DJing that's just another outlet of performance and I think you can always circle back to things. But it was one of those things where I, like I had to pick my battles of like. What am I successful at right now? And it's right. like, do I go to college and be the theater major and graduate? And do I go audition? Do I want to do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I kind of like making money, making money right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of picking up steam, you know. And and also like from working at all the clubs, like I was meeting a lot of artists who were performing. Like I would be DJing when like French Montana would come in and like do a song. Shit. DJing with Mickey Avalon was like coming. This was like so I was meeting and I was seeing the crossover of like oh I can actually like go up to these artists and like talk to them yeah and they'll respect me versus you know just some random like fan like hey what's up yeah right 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 so it was like very quickly i was like ah okay this is tight this is gonna work and i can always circle back you know that's always that medium's always gonna be there which is which is amazing absolutely um yeah but yeah it was kind of like okay what what's you know and was it money driven kind of yeah was there was there like a first performer you met that you're like holy shit i can't believe i'm talking to this person right now like just a little bit dj Hands yeah, fuck. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was seeing, I mean, I never got to, like, I guess, play side by side, but I would, like, mm-hmm. be at clubs where, like, he would open, or, like, I'm sorry, like, one of us would open, and then, like, he played later on. So it was never, like, a direct, like, right. but I think that was really cool because he would, he is, he put DJs on the map. Mm-hmm. He showed people, you know, the potential, and you aren't just playing other people's music, you're making it your own, and so... Um, I think meeting that person, like seeing like how nice and down to earth you can be, because you know DJs are you are you are staff. I tell people that all the time. Like at the end of the day in the nightclub, you are no better than the runner, the busboy, the bottle girl. Like you know, you, we are all an integral part yeah, of like how I this is working. Fucking love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. So you know. to hear an artist say that because I like as a tour manager and manager, that's a mentality I always try to sell to people. And yeah. I walk into a venue or start working, like some people don't buy into it. No, like, no, no. You're no. here and I'm here. Absolutely you're here not. And you're over here, but like, absolutely. at the end of the day, we're all trying to make the same money from the same Totally. Thing, so. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, and that was the other thing I think I was really fascinated by that culture of like, okay, if I play this song and the bottle girl's dancing and she looks bomb, and then that guy spends money and then that guy stays later, which means I get to make more money, okay, <laughs> right. let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think it's a really, it's a really fascinating thing. You know, it's, it's people, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's super fucking awesome. No, I think I think that's a good. That is definitely a good thing to always remember. Is like, there's a, some there's a lot of ego in dance music now. So you always got to remember, like, I'm here to make people dance. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the first I, thing. You know, I yeah. don't think it's just dance music. I think there's egos everywhere. True. Um, yeah. I oh, think, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think you are dealing with a lot of people. I think people like like savor their time in the spotlight because they don't think they're going to get it and so what happens mm-hmm. is that gets start to get competitive because I've seen that even with like like openers like not even an EDM sense or like in a hip hop sense where like you know I'm like okay it's time for me to go on like oh one more song people are just very protective over themselves and so I think once you understand that you can kind of be like okay like I get it yeah we're all here to do our jobs. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. No, that's... That's, that's all you can really do, I guess. Yeah. yeah that's, that's such, like, an experience-based thing, too, because you can't teach that to people. 
people sometimes. Yeah. You have you have to go through the motions of like making the mistakes in those opening oh, positions absolutely. and like it's, it's like yeah, it's refreshing to hear you say. That. <laughs> yeah, no, totally, yeah. totally. Uh, and then so we uh, when you were going through Icon, like what was kind of like. What was, like, kind of your first, like, musical challenge that you felt you were like, oh, shit, this is not, this is, like, harder than I thought it would be? Um, <laughs> you know what it was? I think, I'll be honest, I think when I went to Icon, I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't have, like, a big head, but I definitely had a lot more performance experience than mm-hmm. probably everyone in my class. Yeah. To be honest. So, yeah. I was just, and so what happened was I went in there, and I was kind of like, okay, like, I can do this, and my stuff sounded so bad. Like, yeah. it was, I think at one point, Tanner was like, that sounds like a bad, like, car dealership jingle. Like, <laughs> it was just, it was just, <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. and what happened was, is like, I had so much fun, like, DJing, so I would go home and I would practice doing that, and I wasn't relating that to producing music. Like, it would sound bad, and so I would just close my computer and be, like, over it. And right. it took a lot of my friends to be like, hey, like, the biggest thing, I think, with electronic music, and you'll probably relate to this, is, like, you have to just keep putting content out all the time in order to get better. If mm-hmm. you don't, you will not get better. Period. Yep. End of story. It's always changing people. Some kid in Norway on his freaking 10-year-old laptop is making better music than oh, you are right now. Yeah, exactly. And so you're always, you just have to constantly be you know, trying things out and seeing what happens and putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And so learning how to like sit and like hear... You know, no one ever wants to hear something bad. And yeah. It was bad. No, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, like... Plus, I, I, I feel like I'm probably hearing it from, like, someone related to you. Oh, <laughs> like, no. your brother probably well, no, helped. I mean, like, I, well, I mean, like, it helped. You're like, oh, sick. Okay. Of course. But the like, thing is, like, and the one thing I, I love and respect about my brother is he's not going to sugarcoat anything. He's not going to be like, yeah. hey, oh, yeah, like, good job. Because it's not good. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't doing a good job. I was, like, slacking on it because it didn't sound good. And I was getting lazy. I was like, eh. Yeah. So I think that, like, the first month was really rough. And I tell people all the time, like, I would just, like, go home and cry. And then I was like, and at the same time, too, I was like going to icon during the day and then i was working at night and so a lot of these kids like they were going to school and then they would like all go to people's houses and like hang out and like bonding and so mm-hmm. for, like the first three days i was like i don't know any of your last names <laughs> you yeah know? yeah and i was yeah. also the, like one of the only girls and so it was like already that's awkward yeah because it's like can i come to your house you 18 year old boy yeah sits next to me like <laughs> no you know what i mean like not gonna do that yeah. <laughs> uh yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty guyed out yeah. <laughs> for a while you know what I mean? so so it was like there were like a lot of things coming at me at once so it was like okay first i need to like sit down and like actually take the time to do this and that was the mm-hmm. other thing too is i think the kids in my class saw that too is they were like well she's booking out of there as fast as she can and like could care less about like who we are like what we're like you know, they would like be practicing, and I was like, well, I don't need to practice. Yeah. They go in the den or whatever, and I was like, and so that really took like an adjustment yeah. to be like, okay, first I'm older than everyone, and yeah. I'm a girl, and then you know, so so once I like, got my headspace right, yeah, it was awesome, and it was it was amazing, absolutely. And so and I always tell people that like who are like, oh my gosh, when I made icon, and I'm like, just like work through it. Yeah. I think everyone gets that point where you're just like, this is bad. Yeah, I'm I, bad. No, totally. Oh yeah, I, I remember when I was like. I came from like logic and I was like, ref- I did not want to learn Ableton. And then it was like, cause I, and every time I opened it during Able- like class, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not going <laughs> to figure this fucking thing out. Yeah. Like I fucking hate this. And then finally when it clicked, it was great. But yeah. like, you know, it, yeah, I, I, I think too, like I learned a lot. I was like, if I'm hanging out here, someone's going to like, be like, 
Oh no, this, this is a trick. Yeah. And like that, that thing. Yeah, I've always always felt like hanging out there. Like I fucking lived there. Like, mm-hmm. but I would I did the same thing for a while. I wouldn't go to people's like houses. It would just be like yeah. me and Garrett. Like, let's go play GameCube and yeah. like like drink during the day. All right. Well, sick. I think the like, idea of like staying at school is really counterintuitive. Like mm-hmm. I was always a kid. I was like I could not wait to get out of school mm-hmm. and like be done and be on to whatever I was into. Mm-hmm. So like learning how to, you know, want to stay. You know, it's, it's, it's a really odd concept. A lot of people don't relate to that, I guess. So yeah, like, no, totally. No, I am going to sit here until they close. Yeah, dude, oh my God, I fucking hated high school. I was always like, all right, peace, let's go. Do you guys yeah. not want to go to this class? Exactly. Sick. Whereas like, Icon, you're like, there, like, right when it opens, and then you're yeah. there, and the people at the desk are like, please leave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am a human. Chase used I would to, like to eat. <laughs> Chase used to get so mad at us. He'd be like, all right, boys, <laughs> time to get out, boys. Where is Chase? Uh, He's killing it right now. Dude, playing in the fucking Chase, crazy you hear this? Three teeth moment. Shout out Chase. Chase, we need to. He was my hair Fucking inspiration. Just kidding. He wasn't. Dude, but oh my god. I'm just kidding. He wasn't. <laughs> he has the best hair though. He has the best hair. Dude, I remember when he first cut it and dyed that shit. I was like, what Everything. the No, every fuck? time I see him, I'm like, Chase, you're my fashion icon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, we used to do this thing where it'd be like me and Garrett and Chase in the front room and Chase would get out a guitar Amazing. and he would just like, we would just make up songs and he would just be like, fucking feel it. Like doing shit like that all the time. And it was, he's probably one of the most interesting characters and people I have ever met. I fucking love that guy. Oh. Killing it. Shout Killing. out. Shout out Chase. Uh, so all that aside, what, what do you think you, Chase Tangent, sponsored by <laughs> Chase and his fucking blonde hair. <laughs> I just had to reminisce. That was amazing. Uh, <laughs> Go on. What, 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 do you, what do you think is like the most important thing you took away from Icon? Like if, if you had one little thing, you're just like, this is what I definitely like the most. Aye, aye. I know. Um, hold on. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, tank and tank. I think there's a lot of things. I think the first, um, I think obviously like overall the curriculum, it was the first time that I had had something that was like directly applicable to what I was doing, which was really cool because mm-hmm. a lot of times it was like, okay, I'm learning this like from messing up or like from other people. So it was really cool to have like a structured like set of notes of like, oh, this is like the formula to succeed. Like this is what you're paying for essentially, right? Is right. To, like, yeah. And so I think that was really refreshing because not having to like go the long way for some stuff, but I think overall it's really... Um, like your true intentions behind doing something mm-hmm. um, and, and the importance of that. And I think if you love what you do, um, that's going to translate to people. Totally. And if you're doing things for the right reasons, or even if they're not like what you think are the right reasons, if they're the right reasons for you, mm-hmm. then that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, love that. Yeah. Cause I tell people all the time, like if you, like there was a kid in my class and like the first day of school, everyone's like, why are you here? He's like, I'm here to make bangers. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Because at least you're the only honest kid in this class. Everyone else is like, I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference. No, that kid wants to make bangers and hook up with hot girls and party. He is the most honest person in this class. Shout out to you. Absolutely. And it's like, but no one else, but no one wants to say that. Everyone's like, oh my God, bangers. It's like, thank you. No. And so I think like, look, if you are doing this, you know, obviously everyone's doing it because they like music. Otherwise you wouldn't sit here and like mess up and be hearing terrible sounds all day yeah but if you're doing it to make money or to do whatever your reason is as long as you have integrity behind it absolutely. then that's okay and i think that's right i think that's the right message to send to people yeah no absolutely that i think that was definitely i've, I've always naturally been a rebellious person so as when i was there and i was like i'm gonna do everything that's not like this <laughs> they're doing this i have to that i have to do the opposite and then eventually i was like oh yeah i fucking love all this ridiculous shit I'm gonna embrace that shit. Absolutely, like, you have to. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I think, like. Did you go to Icon as well? 
No, I do no. not. I just do the management, like business side of stuff. He's the businessman. She just bamboozled your way up. No, I'm just yeah, he bam- <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty much I got Austin. Trust me, somehow. Yeah, yeah. We, we grow together in Portland, basically. Oh my yeah. god, I yeah. love so, Portland. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is he, a fucking. He used to throw all our like high school dance parties and shit, and then I went to college, and he would come DJ my parties. That's amazing. Like that. I was and trying then, to convince people in Oregon that dance music was tight because all everyone liked was Little John, and I loved Little John, but like I was always oh, Little John. Not yeah, but without like, is he, I hope he still is. And like, no, two of our other friends, we wouldn't have like gone into dance music or anything. Yeah, wow. it was like right when like Snap Your Fingers came out and stuff, and I was like, you guys, but what about dance music? And they were like, nah. And I was like, yeah. but guys, but like, I was like, oh. I know, and that shit's still so good. But it was fun because it was like I had to like. I was I was like basically open formatting it in people's yeah. basements. Like, to be honest, I didn't even realize there was an open format scene in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> there was not. Okay. <laughs> I actually I don't know. Really? Was, was there? Maybe I don't know. I would always go. I think Seattle was really like anytime I would go to the Pacific Northwest for like open format stuff. It was always Seattle. Oh, really? oh did you travel a lot when you yeah, were? Like, oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah. What what club in Seattle were Aston you? Manor. Oh fuck! I don't even know that one. No, I don't know. It was like it's like the Greystone of Seattle, I guess. Oh, or okay. The Nightingale of Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending that, on what year you came that to makes, Hollywood. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, have you been to Portland? Have you have yes. you played there? I have not played in Portland. Oh, okay. But I love Portland. Yeah. I love everything about it. It's, There's Halloween Town in Portland. The real Hall, or not in Portland, but it's close <laughs> to Portland. Halloween Town. I'm not the real. Do you, you ever see the Disney movie? The, Halloween the, Town. The, the town the so town the actual city it. where they filmed it. No fucking Yes. Way. How did I know It's the greatest. It's in Oregon. I can't remember the name of the fucking city. Anytime there's anything about Portland, like a movie or yeah. soundtrack, <laughs> um, I'm really into it. Okay. I just, it's a really great place. My friend and I were renting it. So it's going to be her birthday in February. Mm-hmm. And she wants to snowshoe to an A-frame, camp in the A-frame, and then we'll be in Portland. And I'm like, yes. Dude, snowshoeing is the dopest Never fucking thing. It, we, we, we had to do it in high school, and it was like, it's a fucking workout, but it's so, so yeah, fucking it's, rewarding. I just want to be in Portland. Yeah. Really, that's no, all I want to do. You'll, you'll love February. It's going to be nice, really and, nice and gloomy. Club. Okay, but also, speaking of Halloween Town, on the count of three, everybody needs to say their favorite Disney movie. So I'm going to give you a second. Wait, like, whoa, 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 No, no, no. Only one? Yes. Because right. I already have it. Yeah. One, Kay. two, three. Brink. Alice Wonderland. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what did you say? I said Wally. Wow, that's really new age. Yeah, very progressive of you. They put pressure on me. It's the first one that came to my head. And then you said Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. That's probably, yeah. I said Brink. Uh, oh my god. I was going with the Eric Von Detten is so hot. <laughs> to this day, he is so hot. If you are listening to this podcast, call me. <laughs> Please. Actually, he's probably like married with kids, but but if you're not, I know. call me. Oh my god, yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> and motocrossed. Who's was the, he in Motocross as well? No, I don't think he was. Okay. But well, I, was, I don't that, care about it. That was another one of my favorite ones. I have. What other say. movies was Eric Von Detten? I'm know. gonna IMDb it right now. No, he's so attractive. You Does absolutely should. Too. He, oh, dude, he's got for to. A friend. He's got to. Um, do you love that I know his full name? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I did not know his full oh, yeah. name. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is this is this is so perfect. This is what we do. And this is why we do the podcast, you guys. It's to find out. Shit like this But Taylor knows His whole fucking name Cause no one else does What does he do? Hold on God damn it Google faster Okay here we go Here we go Yes (laughs) (laughs) Sorry He's just so hot God damn (laughs) Oh he was in Princess Diaries Okay yeah He was in Princess Diaries Makes sense Makes sense Dude Brick Are you kidding me right now? I don't know Team Poppin' Suds Team Puppins, I'm so... Like, are you kidding me? Oh, this guy. Yes, dude. Yeah. 
Yes. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay, well, oh, he was an escape to Witch Mountain. Toy Story, Brink, yeah. The Princess Diaries. Brink's the shit, dude. So weird. Okay, so So Weird was also one of my favorite shows. Mm. That was an awesome show. Yeah, fucking. For- so Weird was weird. It was scary. Which what the It fuck? was with Mackenzie Phillips. She was like a. Yeah, I remember that one. But she went by Molly Phillips. Why don't and I her daughter Fiona, oh. and she would like see ghosts and stuff. Oh fuck! Yeah, I'm sure if we went back and watched those old '90s Jesus. Disney movies. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't reveal too much about myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, Eric von Detten was the brother. You need to get something Aaron von Eric <laughs> Eric von Detten related. Like that needs to be on your writers. Every time you play shows, someone needs to get you like an, you know. I don't know. I don't know how much memorabilia like I could have. Probably not a lot. It's <laughs> just with this fucking face on it. No. Well, according to IMDb, there's nothing beyond his parents, so maybe I have a chance. Oh shit! Oh, Hell well. yeah! Do you live in LA? Do, yeah, oh yeah, he's going to. Go, go. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> uh, well, this this article says 2000s heart, heartthrob Eric von Detten all but vanished vanished after 2010. <laughs> No. Sorry, bud. Oh. All right, Pete. I hope he comes back. Anyways. Uh, so, so outside of, outside, like, outside of music, are you, what else are your, like, hobbies? Are you into, like, like, how do you... I am a huge hiker. I love yeah. hiking. Is that how you, like, kind of... Because I've been asking people, like, how do you, like, reset your creativity? Because sometimes, you know, you're, like, sitting, and you're fucking writing, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't like anything. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's usually yeah. when I'm like, it's time to reset the creativity brain. Yeah. Hiking. Um, I really like working out. I really like yeah. not like too much, like not like crazy. Yeah, like yeah. cute workouts. Yeah, <laughs> camp and run in. Um, okay. Really, what I do is like I go, I do the workout, and then I go get lunch after. Like that's really yeah. like I'll call my friends. I'm like, do you want to do run in? Yeah, like, I'll buy you smoothies later. <laughs> right, veggie girl. Um, no, I, I actually really like hiking. It's really cool because I have a. a there's a couple of my uh, like open format DJ mm-hmm. guy friends, who they started like. Because, like I said, it gets really easy to get caught up, and you're just, yeah. you know, you have a wacky sleep schedule, you just never leave the city. Yeah. So they started like, doing these, like, camping trips and these hiking trips, and, like, just get it, even, like, just going to, I don't know, like, like, Angeles National Forest, or, like, even, like, Joshua Tree's a little bit farther, but yeah. they, they started doing these trips, and I was always, like, I always liked hiking, I would do, like, Fryman and Runyon or whatever, um, and so they started getting into, like, camping mode. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so nice because you don't have to go that far. Like, just last weekend, we all, like, the three of us went to Malibu and, like, the camping space is free. And we did it for the super moon, which is really hippie. I'm not that much of a hippie. That, it, I didn't know that. Yes. It's like, fun. right oh on the beach. God, and there's fire pits and there's really clean bathrooms and showers. And you just drive up. We saw the sunset, roasted marshmallows, slept in our car slash tents, and the next day you bail. What? And the that's it. And fuck? that's all you need. And you're I d- and do you're that, like right now. Let's go. go. Yeah. Yeah. I have, like, tent the- everything that I haven't used since like a year ago since the last festival. Portland. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, but the thing is, I think you need. You know, you don't have to like li- listen. <laughs> I'm not trying to just get lost in the woods. Like, that is not me. No. no. Like, seen... I look great camping. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. I... <laughs> <laughs> I love play... See, here's the thing. If we're camping... Yeah. If we're camping, I, 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 there, is there champagne involved? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, or, like, wine. There's okay, a lot yeah, of, like, right, Trader Joe's makes a really good box wine. I think it's called, like, The Box or something like that. That's Shiraz, though. It's really nice. Yeah. That's Shiraz, though. The big yeah. box. Shout out Trader Joe's. Um, yeah, but it's really cool. So I've kind of found this, like, group of people. That's fucking rad. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely um, helps create. It's fun. Yeah. And then, and also, too, you're, you're getting out there and, like, you're not listening. Like, I think 
last weekend where you're literally just listening to like 80s playlists and like you're listening to music that isn't mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what you're surrounded by all the time and, and that's the other thing too is a lot of times if I want to hit myself over the head mm -hmm. I'll just like go do something out like I love going to shows I'm a huge huge live music fan mm -hmm. um, I've always done that my brother's always done that and so sometimes you just have to take yourself like you don't have to go to every show yeah there's yeah. more out there yeah then Space Yacht, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And I love Space Yacht. No, but, exactly. We all love Space Yacht, but, um, but yeah, you gotta... Yeah, there's a lot more, and I think I think people forget that, because what happens is they get so involved in like their genre that they forget, like, you know, you have to pull inspiration from, from hip-hop. You have to pull from pop and, and indie or whatever you're into, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, at least I, once a month, try to go to something. I you have to. I just try to go to something different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you burn out. Yeah. And I try to be friends with like oh, I've been very fortunate. A lot of my my social circle here are they're like working musicians who are not necessarily in EDM, who are you know doing like scoring for shows or mm -hmm. like in jazz bands. And so try to like get yourself into other groups because when you start to see how other musicians work together and how they create, you realize like oh you start adapting those elements. I think which yeah. is really helpful. No, absolutely. I think that's such a big, important part to like remember is like, hey, yo, dude, like, there's like other you gotta you gotta go see some other shit. Yeah, like exactly. No, totally. Uh, I was like, fuck, I totally lost my brain of thought. It's okay. I'll just be looking at pictures of Aaron. Of Aaron, <laughs> of fucking Aaron. What was it? God Aaron damn it. Von Detten. Aaron, Eric, Aaron, Aaron, Eric Von Detten. Well, okay, I'll remember it later. It's okay. Um, Don't worry. I will. Yeah, somebody will. <laughs> oh no! I, what I was gonna say was uh, so like especially listening to music, uh, like outside of the like music. Like I always say, I love listening to like everyone's like I'll go through and I'll listen to like the Diplo and Friends radio shows and like all that shit like I love finding new tracks and yeah. stuff but like during the day I just my mom and he calls me out on it I, I'm just listening to the most depressing shit ever yeah. because because what we do is so fucking hype that mm -hmm. like I feel like I have to counteract like what <laughs> yeah like what i love the national okay um my mom oh, wow. was, my mom is like they're the saddest sounding band i've ever heard like like bon iver my mom was like he's so sad sounding and <laughs> like all that just weird indie shit yeah just like is completely I love, mellow like, bon iver, james blake all those guys they're <sighs> such a vibe yeah. they're so fucking such a vibe they're yeah. so fucking good um i'm in What's not? I'm not an undercover. I am an emo kid, so oh, yeah. I am um, forever stuck in the early 2000s. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm always listening to like crazy emo, and my friends will come over yeah. and be like, "Really, really?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes." Really? Fuck you. This is still on. Okay. Like, yeah. why do you? Yeah, no. That's. Uh, I remember when I first, the first time I saw from first to last, I like shat a brick. So I was like, <laughs> "Oh." And then I wanted to do... I never did it, but I, I wanted to do the way Sonny did his eyes. He made them all red mm. and shit with the fucking... Yeah. What is that called? Eyeshadow? Yes. He looks so cool. Yeah. I learned Eyeshadow? We're adding that to the brand now? Let's do it. I wanted to. Yeah, let's bring it let's back, dude. It. I know how to put on okay. eyeliner. I'm yeah. really good at it. Only the bottom, though. I never did the top, though. Okay. I wasn't that good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you know, like, the Leeds here in Green Day, Billy Joel, he's doing a eyeliner... Like a custom, an eyeliner with Kat Von D for her makeup. Really? Eye. Yeah, and it's like a genderless eyeliner, which I think is super rad. That's cool. I think it's amazing. Mm hmm. All right. Uh, so back. you guys are going to see me. Yeah, in a while. do it. <laughs> I think that's so like a giant two inch Yeah. Dude. I got you. I'll come help you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay. No, email, email forever, honestly. <laughs> so, also, so tell, me, so tell me about the, uh, the Dash Radio show that you just got. Woo. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tell us about it. Tell us about it. What's it well, about? Well, I... Uh, and what's it called? 
So it's called Every Day is Wednesday. And it's on Dash One, 6 or 7 p.m. Lit, 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 Pacific lit. Standard. Also on Friday. <laughs> Damn, you remembered all that. That's good. Oh, yeah. Well, because I do it every week. And I'm like, oh, you here's have my to, radio like, voice. Fucking say it. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah, wait. Do your NPR voice, not a radio voice. My NPR voice? Yeah, do an NPR voice. You know how everybody on NPR is like, hi. <laughs> do one. <laughs> no, no, no pressure. What's up, y'all? I'm Taylor, and you're tuned into Dash Radio 1. That's the new question I'm going to be asking everybody on the podcast is before you leave, everyone has to do one NPR impression. Do it. This is Taylor from <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll come back to it. Uh, I'm gonna slide it in, you have no idea. Alright, good. Um basically what happened was uh, my manager got hit up to have me submit a mix. It was for another show. Mm-hmm. So I, and I hadn't done a mix while, and I was super excited about it. So I just literally went nutso. It was like a little, it was like a little too much effort into the mix. Um, <laughs> and one of the heads of Dash Radio is this woman. And so she hit up my manager and she was like, oh my God, this mix is fire. I don't know if she actually said this mix is fire, but <laughs> that's what I took from it. Um, she said and it. it happened that they had a time slot on Dash One, which is like their main station on a Wednesday. Um, wow. And I've always, I've always, always wanted to do radio. Um, mm-hmm. I actually used to be a guest on Mansion Mayhem, which was on. It was Playboy's. So Playboy Radio was on Sirius, and so like a lot of times, like before after a Mansion party, I would go in and like do a mix or like talk about the music we would be doing at the party. Yeah. Um, and so. I was super, so I've always wanted to do it. Like, that's, like, always been my thing. I was like, listen, I can be old, and I can still be on the radio, and people won't know the difference. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so my manager was like, hey, do you want to do the show? And I was like, yes, absolutely. So it's been really, really fun, because I think it's cool, because I get, I have so many friends from all different genres. Like, the whole show, basically, is, like, me for 10 to 20 minutes, and then whoever my guest is will do an interview, and then a guest mix. And it's cool, because I have friends who are, you know, dubstep, trance, house, disco, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool, because I have, finally have a platform where I can, like, put all these people on. I can showcase music that I'm into. And, yeah. That I love fun. it. It's, like, literally my favorite thing to do. That is fucking dope. Yeah. That is it's super like fucking I, dope. Yeah. I live for it. Yeah. It's very fun. So everybody mm-hmm. tune into that shit. Yes. And then, do you have any upcoming releases or anything yeah. fun going on in shows? Uh, so, yes. Um, 40 Ounce Cult. So, right now, 40 Ounce is in the middle of a tour where we've basically been doing takeover shows. Mm-hmm. So it's Tanner, Dr. Daniels, myself, and Hami. Um, so we'll be in Minneapolis on the 22nd. Lit. Um, at the Lit. Loft. Lit. And oh, then, yes, we're really excited about that one. It's going to be really cold. It is going to be cold. Mm-hmm. Bring a coat. Um, and then we have, basically we have shows like the first half of like twenty to like early twenty eighteen. So nice. We have it. We have, we will be announcing them. But yes. we have a lot of shows lined up, which is really exciting. Um yeah. then I will be in Seattle on the twenty seventh. Um I DJ Burning Man. I've DJ there for the past two years. Oh um, yeah, sick, that's right. Yes, that's So that Burning Man does a couple main like they're called like decompression. So like they're big fundraiser parties, which is how they obviously fund the festival. Mm-hmm. Um Seattle it's called Sea Compression. San Francisco's decompression. So I will be in the Seattle area for Sea compression. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, so I'm really, really excited about that one because um, Burning Man's like probably my favorite, favorite thing, festival yeah. activity. Um, and I've really got to know a lot of the people who like put on that event. And so getting to help them fundraise and do all that is really fun. So yeah, I'll be there on the 27th. That'll be fucking lit. Yeah. And then any music coming yes. to you? Yes, music. Coming to January 12th, I will be, I'm on the, what's it called? Hold on. <laughs> it's called it's called NPR and 
It's called oh, Chemical Energy. I'm so I'm the worst. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's um, Chemical Energy is doing a compilation. Um, so they asked me to be a part of it. And so one of my tunes will be on that. Um, I'm working on a tune with Sippy, who she went to Icon. She's from Australia. She's a dubstep producer. Sick. sick. Amazing. She's super rad. So we're doing that. Um, my EP's almost done. <gasps> yeah. So that'll be done. And <laughs> then um, uh, Algorithm, or Algo, um, has a like base house alias called Licked. And so he and I are working on EP together as well. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And he's so rad. I and love like, that kid. Mm-hmm. I, I met him. He's my neighbor. So. Oh, he's your fucking neighbor? Yeah. Oh, Which we didn't know. And then all of a sudden we're like, we're like, we're like, I think we like Tanner and him must have shared an Uber or something. And Tanner's like, okay, see you later. And he's like, see you later. And I'm like, oh wait, this is my oh, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah. And I've always really, I mean, he's so talented and, um, Tanner, it's funny cause I used to like l- always listen to his music. And then it was like two or three in the morning and he and Tanner were like, FaceTime or something. Tara's like, this is my sister. Like, she's a fan. Like, you guys should work together. <laughs> like, That's great. I'm a loser. Yay. Um, thanks, yeah. brother. <laughs> but it's really fun. And so it's cool for him because Licked is like, he's kind of like launching that side project out. And awesome. so, yeah, it's really, really cool. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So lot, lots of things. All right. Lots of things. And then the last question is mm-hmm. also a really hard one for, you know, uh, if you were going to give like an 18 year old Taylor a piece of advice, what would you say? About anything. Like with career. Could yeah, be anything. Like Doesn't even have to be career. That's a, that's a tough one. Don't date skateboarders. <laughs> <laughs> they will ruin your life. No, no hesitation to answer on that. Usually, usually you're always like, let me do that I just unplugged myself. I just laughed so hard I unplugged myself. Don't date skateboarders. That was... Yeah. That you know Ali Wong? Have you ever seen, you know, the com- Baby Cobra or whatever? Wait, what? Allie oh, Netflix. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah. so when she did that comedy, she, like, does this whole bit about, like, skateboarders. Like, she's like, you'll wake up on a dirty mattress on the floor. My dad called me, and he was like, have you seen this girl? I'm like, yeah. He goes, that was you. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no, I guess by that I mean um, so you should, no matter who you are, boy or girl, I think you should put yourself first. And I think a lot of times when people are young and they move to a new city or they start dating someone, that starts to take precedent. And so I think... You should always put yourself first. Always put your music first. Thing you will not die alone. I promise. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I love and so that. it's yeah, and it's just remember like you you're the priority because I see way too many of my friends like will get involved in all these other like things because they're worried like oh I have to do the family thing I have to do this and it's like just dude just everything else will fall into place it's fine. Oh. Don't date skateboarders. That is they perfect. They don't shower. Okay. Ladies, they don't you're better than this. <laughs> that is so I perfect. I promise. Oh my Those God. jeans, he didn't wash them. <laughs> at all. They've never been washed. Now, uh, that, oh God. You will pay for everything. Put you first and don't date skateboarders. <laughs> Dude, all right. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. This of was course. fucking great. Thank Y'all you so much. Bye. Bye.